Meet Three Wishes, a high-protein, low-sugar, grain-free breakfast cereal that tastes like the cereals of your childhood, but made with modern-day clean ingredients. Three Wishes contains ingredients such as chickpeas, pea protein, and tapioca, a feat of food science that took two years of development, and comes in four flavors, cocoa, cinnamon, honey, and unsweetened. Three Wishes is a plant-based, gluten-free, certified cereal free from wheat, dairy, soy, oats, corn, rice, and peanuts, with 70% less sugar and as much as eight times the protein of their decadent counterparts. There's nothing on the shelf like it. Right now, Three Wishes is offering our listeners 10% off with the code PODCAST10. Head to their website at www.3wishescereal.com to shop and learn more. Today's episode is presented by Purple Carrot. Purple Carrot is the plant-based subscription meal kit that makes it easy to cook irresistible meals to fuel your body. Each week, choose from an expansive and delicious menu of dinners, lunches, breakfasts, and snacks. Every box is an opportunity to learn and experience something new with easy recipes and fresh pre-portioned ingredients. No shopping, no food waste. Just globally inspired, restaurant-quality, plant-based meals. Get $30 off your first box by going to purplecarrot.com and entering code PODGO30 at checkout today. That's PODGO30 for $30 off your first Purple Carrot box. Purple Carrot, the easiest way to eat more plants. Hello and welcome to 3-Minute Movie Reviews. I'm Michael Russell. And I'm Kim Holman. In this podcast, Kim and I will spend three minutes talking about a bad major Hollywood movie. And this December, we're doing nothing but Christmas movies. It's getting old. But this week, <laughs> we asked for suggestions, and we're taking one from Michael's friend, Eric. We watched 1997's Home Alone 3, which got a 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. Let's set the three-minute timer and get this over with. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, this was pretty bad. Yeah, not great. Really not great. Not, maybe not as bad as uh, as as Christmas Catch uh, that we watched a couple weeks ago, but this was um, maybe arguably just as bad. I don't sure. Know. It was yeah. bad. Bad and dated. Bad and dated. There was a lot of 1997 misogyny. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Like the mom... Karen, the whole work situation, like I'm mm. a, I'm a woman that works and like all of her struggles, it was so come, canned. Come to work or you're fired. Right. Totally. I don't care what your kid is sick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and th- there also was a misogyny around Alice, the, mm. uh, one of the bad guys. I don't know what to call this group of bad guys, but she was referred to by her first name while all the other men were referred to as Mr. This and Mr. That. Yeah. And I mean, a word of mention of whoever gets to name these characters didn't exceptionally odd job with <laughs> Burton Jernigan and <laughs> the guy's name we can't pronounce and Earl Peter, Unger. Peter sure. Yeah. And Earl Unger. You know, the bad guys were all, except for Peter, uh, the bad guys were all American mm. uh, and which I just found issues with because the movie had all of this international geopolitical implications because of this satellite ship that was stolen off of air force base and was being brought right. to Asia <laughs> I don't care. It had a very complicated, unimportant subplot. Like yes. I, the first five minutes of this movie, I was like, am I watching the right thing? Like it took me a minute. <laughs> yes, I was sadly. So we're more than halfway to our time. So I think it's appropriate just like the movie to now get into talking about the kid because it took us halfway to the movie to get to the kid, even preparing the house mm-hmm. for the invasion, what you come to home alone for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got, 
an excessive amount of violence. Yeah. Um, let really, I, one of my notes here is they've all died about four times. We still have 25 minutes left. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's accurate. A lot of this was just too far to believe. Like, I'm never going to believe that. Also, like his scene in the beginning when he's spying on one of the bad guys with the remote control car at the beginning, mm. and he's like down the street through their house, like, and he's still picking up signal. This is 1997, friends. Yeah, you know, the thinking back to the original Home Alone, I mean, it, it's unbelievable, maybe in the sense of no no family would really forget their kid in the house. And, you know, the the amount of effort that he went through to put the house together and stop the people from, from breaking into the house. That's all. It's cute because it's unbelievable, but the, the things that were done just are, make sense, maybe. You know, they don't seem... He's not trying to kill people. He's trying to hurt them. Right. This this kid, Alex, Alex uh, may need to see someone because I think he was trying to kill people. <laughs> Alex went for it. Alex committed. Indeed. Yeah, it was a lot. All right. We were over our three minutes. Was there anything good in this movie? Ugh. Um, a lot of great dog sightings. Mm. I guess. Really? No. Not not Scar Joe. Um. No. A very young Scarlett Johansson. A very, yeah. I wonder if she brags about this. I this appearance. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Scarlett Johansson canon. No. Uh, and with that, that has been our three-minute movie review of Home Alone 3. Yikes. If you have an idea for a bad movie you want us to review, you can let us know on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where our handle is at 3 Reviews. We're also on Letterboxd. I'm Kim Holman. And I'm Michael Russell. We'll see you next time. <laughs>